Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 285. And it is Tuesday, May 31st, 2022. I am your host, Victor Omoyo. And with me, as always, is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's happening, everybody? That's right. The road to episode 300 continues. Uh, we are here live doing it up. And as Carl is uh, sharing the the episode on Facebook, I uh, just want to give a quick shout out to two of our sponsors. First is Silk City Hot Sauce. Uh, Silk City Hot Sauce, they're a Vermont-based business. Um, they have all sorts of unique and awesome hot sauce flavors, ranging from erotic fever to badass Jew, ram skull, uh, mango madness, and so much more. You can put it on all sorts of dishes, and your your palate will explode into happiness and joy for your taste buds. Uh, <laughs> let your imagination run wild. Uh, use the promo code CODEX. That's uh, C-O-D-E-X, and you'll get 15% off of your order. And also, we do want to give a shout-out to another sponsor of ours and dear friend of the show, uh, Infamous Customs. Uh, Infamous Customs is where you can order uh, any Codex Prime apparel. That's T-shirts of our logo and uh, many other custom-made uh, T-shirts that dear friend of the show, Afton Ward, a.k.a. The Cider Hunter, uh, will make as well. So definitely check check her stuff out, Infamous Customs. That's M-F-A-M-U Customs.com. And you can also follow her on Instagram. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So, Sorry, I'm still sharing. So. Oh, yeah, that's, that's all right. It's all right. So, yeah, man, uh, you know, May 31st um, at... Ju- the half half of the year is, is is ready to come to a close. Time's going by too quickly, um, you know. But but we're but we're here. We're still doing it. Um, we got a we got a couple of announcements. Oh, do we? By the way, at the end of the show, so y'all may want to stick around for that. All right, right on. Yep. So stick around for some announcements uh, towards the end here. And uh, yeah, man. Um, I got some things to talk about, and I know you do for certain, <laughs> for sure. Uh, so, what you been up to? What have I been up to? Well, I watched uh, a couple of movies. I uh, played played some new video games. Um, read a, read a couple read a few comics. Catching up on that. Um, I need to, speaking of movies. I, I do have two movies to review, but the first one I really need to get out of the way <laughs> because I, I really don't want to talk about this for for longer than I need to. Um, as per as per last week's episode, uh, shout outs to uh, 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 Roberto uh, Gonzalez uh, for uh, joining us in, in our Moon Knight discussion. Um, last week's episode, I did say that I would just to get it over with. I would finally sit down and watch the film that I've been ducking for many years, um, a film that has a notorious reputation. And after watching it, I can understand why it has a notorious reputation and why I avoided it. I finally sat down and I watched Cannibal Holocaust. You did? Uh, Cannibal Holocaust, the uh, 1980 exploitation film directed by uh, Ruggiero Diodato. Um, it's a film that it's one of those like Mondo, uh, Mondo films. Uh, Mondo films are essentially, uh, uh, exploitation films that are designed to look as realistic as possible. They're shot in a pseudo documentary style, trying to like make 
like shocking, gory, horrific scenes look as realistic as possible to the point where, as the viewer, you're not sure if you're watching a snuff film or or or, or a completely fictional piece or some unholy blend of the two. Um, Cannibal Holocaust. I was right to avoid this film all these years. This film is disgusting. This film is repugnant. This film is a fucking revolting piece of shit. And you know what? Didn't say it wasn't. And and you know what, man? This this is this is a film that that made me ask the question when does a film stop being art? When does a film stop qualifying as a work of art? That's a good question. Cannibal Holocaust is the answer to that question because what I've seen in the film, okay, the film, one of the, one of the most notorious things about the film is the animal cruelty. And right. real animals were killed in this film. Now, mind you, a total of six animals... Well, actually, seven animals were killed in the making of this film. They shot footage of six. Oh, okay. Um, I did not see any of the animal animal deaths on screen. I refused. I put my hand up and I fast-forwarded it. <laughs> so I did not see one frame of any animals being killed. As soon as I saw like that little... Um, uh, Cody, Cody, or the mus, or the this muskrat-looking creature. Yeah. That's, that's when I knew shit was going to go super bad. So I put my hand up against uh, in front of my face. I hit fast forward, and I was just skipping through it. And luckily, luckily in air quotes, it all the animal cruelty scenes were shot one after another. So I was skipping through a fair chunk of those scenes. Um, if if your film includes death the actual deaths of living creatures your film is not art your your film your film stops stops being stops having anything valid or legitimate to say your film is fucking shit your film is excrement your film is the gr- your film is not even worth the grime that accumulates underneath one's shoe on a daily basis as they walk to and from place to place uh, shout outs to a dear friend of the show, Angela Marandola. Yes, Cannibal Holocaust is the worst film. It is terrible in all the ways. Um, and and the animal cruelty alone, alone, alone invalidates the film. But wait, there's more, as you would say. There is there is scenes of 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 rape. Yeah. Which, my God, it. Okay, I, I've. This is a film. Okay. This is a film that really that really goes over the edge. It goes over the line in its depictions to the point where there's no artistic value to it. It it it, it, it revels. It, it it almost celebrates it. It's just shock value for for the for its own sake. It's like, "Oh, look at us being so transgressive. Look at look at these women being raped and 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 brutally assaulted and decapitated. It's so shocking and ooh, and and we're going to point at you the audience and scold you because you can't take it. You can't take the realness that we're bringing. It's so shocking. It's so offensive. Go go beat off into a sock, motherfucker. Listen. This Understand this though. I I am a fan of horror films. I am a fan of body horror. I am a fan of of some really crazy stuff. And, yeah, and, I know. and you know over the years I've recommended a lot of crazy movies and I'm sure you will not 
sit down and watch. Yeah, you, uh, you, yeah, and you finally came to realize last week. He's like, I get it now, Carl. But here's the thing, my 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 my, my tolerance, my limit for like shocking stuff is is pretty pretty far and wide because you know as i'm watching a film i know that okay what i'm watching is not real you know it's i'm, I'm enjoying like the construction of it and it's yeah. great but cannibal holocaust with this with this with this myriad of images of humans being dismembered and seeing all their entrails and, and, and stuff being held up like a fatality in mortal combat i just sat there thinking where's the art and and it shows that yes, even I, Victor Omoyo, has his limits. I have my own limits, Carl. And after watching Cannibal Holocaust and last week watching Men, the film by Alice Garland, specifically that last sequence, I understand what my limits are now. Now, mind you, I can recommend a lot of great stuff that that you should definitely see, like Neon Demon, any Ari Aster film. No. Um, Watch strange things about the Johnsons and have yourself a real party. Hey, um, no, don't do. Um, um, the the fly, David Cronenberg, any just about any eighties body horror is great. But I, but even I have my limits. There, there are lines that I personally would not want to cross. For example, um, the film Antichrist by Lars von Trier. I refuse to watch it. I know, I know its reputation. I'm never going to watch that film. Um. But I can watch a a, a a Cronenberg film like Possessor, which was great. It was fucked up. <laughs> you should watch it. I mean, you have yourself a barbecue. Mm. But yeah. Did you just say you get it now? And you're still throwing me those recommendations? But but here's the thing. You get it now. Here's the thing. Possessor, like, it, it it's it's within my limits. It's with, it's within my fucked up limit range. Okay? I have a fucked up barometer. Um, that's not, a, 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 in, in other a barometer words, of fuckery. Yes, a, can... a, yes, a barometer, a barometer of fuckery of fucked upness, right? That I can tolerate. And films like *Cannibal Holocaust* and *The Last Sequence of Men* are beyond that threshold. So I know my limits now. And I will say about *Cannibal Holocaust*, it's gonna cuss me out. It is. It's also racist. Kind of because like it's this whole ethnocentric depiction of like the South American tribes and whatnot. Like, ooh, look at these primitive people and cannibals. Cannibals, they're eating each other and they're savages. And then, and then the film. You, you, you want to know what I found really offensive about this film? Beyond the ethnocentric um, um, fetishization and all this, sure. the the final line in the in the final line in the film where the guy who played the documentarian who gets the who retrieves the final footage, the found footage, he has a nerve to say. Who are the real cannibals? Who are the real cannibals? So, so this film, yep. this film really tries. This film really tries to to say something profound. After showing us an hour and forty minutes of sheer, sheer atro atrociousness. Oh, between like the savage, the savage, uh, the, the uh, cannibal killings and the dismemberment, and then like the 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 white, uh, ethno, the white uh, uh, ethno ethnographer filmmakers who engage in their own little dirty colonization. Mm -hmm. He has a nerve to he, he has a nerve to ask, who are the real cannibals? Fuck you, cannibal Holocaust. How? Who are the real cannibals? Like this film is trying to make a profound point, like a profound statement. Get the fuck out of here. 
I never said it was a good movie. No, no, you did not say it's a good movie. I just said, first of all, Cannibal Holocaust is your fault because you brought it to my attention. I know I did, but here's the thing, like... I brought it up years ago, like thinking, like, because uh, uh, I knew I was of its reputation of being a really fucked up film, and I was avoiding it for years. And then you, you had the nerve to go watch it after you, despite winning the bet, and I had to watch Blank Man and Meteor Man. And then you, de- you decided, oh, I'm just gonna watch Cannibal Holocaust anyway. Yeah, because I, I, I was just wait, because you know what it was, it was, it's just, you know what. We've talked about it so many times. Yes. We brought it up a lot. Mm-hmm. And my curiosity peaked. So I was like, you know what? Even though I won this bet, and also I wanted to do it too for like your shot, to, just to see the look on your face, which did not disappoint. I bet. Just to know that I watched it and you couldn't. And I'm like, you had, like I said, your your barometer Mm -hmm. of fuckery? Yes. It's pretty up there. It really is, yes. So I'm like, you know what? How fucked up is this movie to the point where he wouldn't want to watch it? So I said, you know what? I ain't got shit to do. Mm -hmm. Fuck it. on Amazon Prime and watched it. Hmm. And I was like, I mean, by today's standards, like it doesn't, it doesn't age well as far as like, you know. I mean, some of those, those, those dismemberment scenes, like not the, not the animal Like quality stuff, of acting and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, it just, it didn't age well. So I was just like, all right, well, you know, I mean, I'm, he can definitely handle this. And I watched it. I was like, I cringed in two scenes, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what? I think he can handle this. Mm. Well, you were partly right. I, di- I, cu- I didn't handle any of the animal cruelty stuff. I skipped those. Um, so how many stars? Aaron Ferguson in the chat asks, so how many stars does Cannibal Holocaust get? It gets a negative 10. A negative 10. Judges, what are your scores? Negative 10, negative 10, negative 10. Come get this trophy, bitch. Chop. Um, <laughs> yes, Cannibal Holocaust gets the chop, almost literally. Um, but yeah, like I said, the film is gross. It has no redeeming value. Nope. Um, Angela Marandola says the film is anti-entertainment. Yeah, it's, just a, it's, it's shock value. Yes. The, it's just shock value scene after another. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, like I said, I never said it was good. I never said it was like this Oscar-winning, Oscar-nominated prize possession. Right. Like it was just. I I can stomach this. Let me see if he could do it too. Well. Well, I, I'm I'm just glad that we ha- we can put this movie. Finally, put this movie behind us and never speak of it again. This movie will probably come up in, in conversation again. But this movie on this podcast, as as long as I'm on this podcast, this movie is persona non grata. There and and for those who don't It'll know, come up again. there are there are two specific subjects on this podcast. As long as I'm on this show, that are persona non grata that we will never talk about again. One is Cannibal Holocaust now, 
And two is the Jello pudding eating serial rapist, whose name we will never mention on this show ever. Bill Cosby. No, no, we will not mention his name on the show. We will not make any allusions to him and his overrated show under any circumstances. Those two things we will never ever mention on this show. As long as I am on, as long as I am a co-host on this podcast, and I, as the as the sole co-creator of this podcast with the original three ho- two two hosts, Arison Maurice, shout outs to them. I, I hereby, I hereby execute my authority. You will never mention that name again, all right? And you will never mention the name of the film that I just reviewed, ever. So henceforth, those two subjects will never be mentioned on this podcast as long as I am around. So we can't mention Cannibal Holocaust and Bill Cosby. That's, uh, um, you know what? I, I, you're, you're really trying it, Carl. I'm going I'm to give it to you that one just for, just for the sake of clarity for our audience. But yeah, we will never mention those two things again on the show as those long as I'm things. here. Yes. How are you doing this with a smile on your face, man? Because you're trying to refrain from laughing. Dude, laugh away. Because my sanity is at the breaking point, and I am really trying. I'm trying, man. This film almost broke me. You you need a hug? No. Yeah, you do. I think I kind of do, man. Not, not, come on, man. It's no, okay. No, man. It, it, it's okay. No, man. Please, it's okay. Please. It's all right. He's all right. He's going to be okay. Oh God! Um, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, that's 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 the review for the film. And so after watching that film, which will no longer be mentioned, I needed a palate cleanser. Okay. So, uh, well, I watched two uh, two other films to to cleanse my palate and my brain from watching this film. So once again, shoutouts to uh, Roberto from last week. Um, after many, many years, I sat down and I revisited Walk Hard, <laughs> the Dewey Cox story starring Mr. John C. Riley as Mr. Dewey Cox. I went on who I saw that it was on Hulu. I needed I needed a comedy film. I needed some humor. So I watched that film. Wrong kid died. <laughs> yes, and I was cracking up every time that actor said it. Oh man, I can't. I, f- I forget his name. He was also on Justified. Great show. Um, Walton Goggins. Uh, no, not Walton Goggins. Um, gosh, he was the actor who um, played Dewey Cox's father. Um, actually, let, let me bring up, let me bring up the cast. Um, so Walk Hard. For those who haven't seen it, it's a it's a. Oh two, my god! It's a 2007. <laughs> uh, a parody film directed by Jake Kasdan and the film is a parody of Walk the Line which came out in 05 starring uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix and also the movie Ray it has the same parodies like the whole biopic musical biopic structure um, yeah Ray- Raymond J. Barry who plays the who plays Pa Cox who every once in a while a running gag of his is the wrong, wrong kid, kid died, died. <laughs> <laughs> and which which cracked me up, and and Roberto tried to you know parallel that to uh, Oscar Isaac in in, in Moon Knight. Um, yeah, the, the film is hilarious. Um, John C. Riley is a legitimately good singer. Um, the the song "Let's Duet" still cracks me up. There's just an innuendo throughout throughout the uh, uh, throughout that song. Uh, Kristen Wiig, who plays Edith Cox, his first wife. Who he meets as his twelve-year-old uh, girlfriend, even though she's is Kristen Wiig playing that character. No, no attempt at de-aging any of the characters in the early part of the film. Uh, Tim Meadows, 
um, playing the uh, the drummer and uh, Dewey Cox's drug supplier. Um, yeah, it's 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 such it's it's a it's a hilarious film. It still holds up. Um, this is the film that I needed to uh, <laughs> to to cleanse my my soul. So so thank you, Roberto, for reminding me to watch Dewey Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story, which is available on Hulu. Very fun comments that just came about. All right, so let's let's look at some comments here. Um, so uh, let's see. Uh, we've got Aaron Ferguson. What if name redacted? There's a sequel to name redacted. Cannibal Holocaust. Uh, name redacted. Goes Cannibal to Holocaust. <laughs> what? Cannibal Holocaust goes to Hillman. Don't don't you get the don't you get those creative juices flowing in his head? <sighs> Listen, man. You don't want that because I, I suspect there's going to be less cannibalism and more drugs in coffee. I put the pills in the people and the people didn't like, you know, fuck. I'm not going to get into a rant. I already said my piece about the hit, about the, the guy who will not be mentioned. The Bill creep. Cosby. The creep. Bill Cosby. You will not call him the creep. <laughs> Sir, you will call him the creep. Just right? like, okay, then you, the creep for the Providence Civic Center. Ooh. That is not fair, Carl. No, it's not. You, you, no, that's not fair because it's the Dunkin' Donut Center. Providence Civic Center. It's been the dunk for the past 23 years. It would always be the Providence Civic Center. You're living in the past, Carl. I'm not. If you ask any child, any high schooler what the Providence Civic Center is, they will look at you with a blank stare. Okay, but still, yeah, I'll still call it the Providence Civic Center, and I will, and I will be... Happy to educate them on the gloriousness of that arena. That's my arena. Damn it. Yes, but it's it's the dunk. No, it's not. Kids call it the dunk. No, they it's, do, it's but the, I won't. Dunkin' Donut Center, man. They can call it that, but I won't. Hey, hey, you you want? I mean, you're a Cowboys fan, so I understand you living in the past is your thing. So. We're gonna leave it at that, but that is not a fair trade. Okay, Carl. and if you're in such, who's your favorite rapper currently, right now? Little, I would say Kendrick Lamar. Good answer, but yeah, who are you gonna say, Little? I don't know. I was just gonna say Little, and you just fill in the blank. Little pistol starter, you know. <laughs> little Boosie, I don't know. Can't understand. As long as you can't understand a word he says, he has dreads and he's got a face tattoo. Damn, you just described like 200 rappers nowadays. I did. <laughs> Thing is, they all came out within probably like a month already. True. <laughs> Those 200. Yeah, that is true. Um, so, yeah, looking, at, looking through the, the comments here, uh, Angela says uh, she also has a cool Harley Quinn shirt. Uh, we can be uh, matchers trying to lighten the mood. I agree, yeah. Um, yeah, Harley Quinn, you know, one of the... One of the best uh, uh, anti-heroes. Um, Birds of Prey, better than uh, uh, a quarter of the MCU films. Lies, but go ahead. Um, uh, Nakoma Tala, uh, Great Warrior Wolf, says yes. that she loves our shirts. I love Nakoma Tala. Yes. Like, she is just awesome. Yes, yeah, so hopefully we will we will have her, have you on the show. I'll make it happen. Awesome. Um, Ali Marie says, the way I say Carl when I'm mad... Reminds me of one of our one of our clients we work with. Oh, like Rick from The Walking Dead, and Aaron, <laughs> and, uh, Aaron Ferguson says, "Little pistol starter is fire." <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, so yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, Birds of Prey is not blasphemy. Yes, it is, but go ahead. I already said that it's better than 11. Actually, no. Um, at this count, 12. 12, Lies. 12 MCU films. Lies, but go ahead. And I've already run them all down, so... Uh, and they're all lies, but go ahead. Yeah, so, uh, so yes, uh, walk hard, watch that. And I actually had the pleasure of checking out Top Gun Maverick in theaters. Did you? Yes, yes. I watched uh, Top Gun Maverick, um, which is the, uh, which is the uh, 2022 sequel to the 1986 uh, uh, film starring Tom, once again, starring Tom Cruise. Uh, this film, uh, it's, it's directed by Joseph Kosinski, who also directed another Tom Cruise vehicle called Oblivion. Um, the film stars, um, the film stars uh, Cruise, uh, Jennifer Connelly, uh, Miles Mouse Teller, Tyler. John Hamm, Glenn Powell, Lewis Pullman, Ed Harris, uh, and Val Kilmer. Also, missing a name. Also, Jay Ellis. Thank you. Jay Ellis. So Lawrence um, went from uh, Eng- went from the Dunes to uh, the Air Force, apparently. Well, to the Navy's uh, Navy, wow. actually. Lawrence. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so the film, uh, Top Gun Maverick, it takes place uh, 36 years after the original film. So Pete Maverick Mitchell, played by Tom Cruise, he's uh, he's still a test pilot for the for the Navy. Um, he's avoided uh, being promoted to admiral. Um, he's avoided advancing his career just so he can remain in the skies. So he lives in a Mojave Desert in, a, in, in an airplane hangar, and uh, at the behest of his uh, his former uh, rival uh, slash colleague Iceman. Uh, played by Val Kilmer, who also reprises his role briefly. Um, Maverick is also is called upon to train a new generation of of uh, navy naval pilots, and um, and he's training them for a dangerous mission that is uh, that is almost uh, that almost could be considered a suicide mission, if you will. But it's up to t- it's up to Maverick Pete Maverick Mitchell to train these pilots to successfully complete. Uh, this deadly mission that they have to embark upon. Um, Top Gun Maverick, it's it's got it's got near universal praise. It's got a ninety seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, mm. and it's actually I can see why because um, I actually had I actually recently saw t- the original Top Gun, which was on Netflix, and I gotta say Top Gun Maverick is actually a superior film to the original. Wow. Um, it has a strong emotional core uh, between uh, Tom Cruise's character and Miles Teller's character. Uh, who's who plays a uh, rooster? Uh, rooster, who's uh, the son of um, of Anthony Edwards' character Goose from the first film, who was uh, who was uh, unfortunately killed, and so um, their conflict is that uh, uh, Maverick is actually held back uh, Rooster's uh, uh, naval career, f- preventing him from advancing, from actually um, getting to fly fly jets. So there's a there's definitely some resentment between uh, from from Rooster. And toward towards Maverick, um, Jennifer Connelly plays the main uh, love interest as well. Um, also, uh, what's what's also so like that emotional core between uh, Miles Teller and John Cruise is, is really the the, the 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 glue that holds the film together and really gives it its emotional heft. Um, another thing that was so impressive about this film are all of the aerial scenes, all of the scenes that that take place in the sky within the cockpits. Of, of these uh, fighter jets and man like it is breathtaking to see on the big screen because these these actors actually trained to to actually had some basic flight training to actually pull off 
of all of their aerial maneuvers. So when you see these cameras mounted, um, it's, it's not there's no there's very little CG trickery. So a lot of stuff that you see of Tom Cruise himself like flying in the skies and the other and the other uh, cast members, it's all done in camera or it's mostly done in camera and. Man, it's absolutely breathtaking. Um, just that, just a level of technical craft and precision that it took to bring those scenes to life. Um, I also, I also appreciated how the film begins, just like the original film, um, where you have that that the 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 montage of all, of the of the of the jets going off of the um, air, aircraft carrier, and then you hear Kenny Loggins' classic "Danger Zone" <laughs> on the soundtrack. Uh, which Danger Zone still slaps. That's still that's still my jam. I mean, I mean, Kenny Loggins was a soundtrack king of the '80s. I mean, you couldn't you could not mess with Kenny Loggins. Um, and of course, like fun fact, Top Gun is actually one of the best selling soundtracks of all time. Nine million copies. Oh damn! Um, the original film won an Oscar for best original song, "Take My Breath Away," uh, by Berlin. Um, but yeah, like uh, yeah, if you're and also like it was cool because I got to see it. In, in the screening that I went to, there were only a handful of people, but they were all, they all seemed to be fans of the original film. So when all the, all the references of the original film came up, they were like referencing the dialogue and all that. So it was pretty cool. So it made, it made, it made the experience a bit more fun. So to be in the film, to be in a screening with other Top Gun fans. So yeah, man, um, if you're a fan of uh, thr thrilling action scenes um, and just uh, a, a, a good, a solidly put together cast, Definitely check out. Definitely check out Top Gun Maverick. Um, if you watch the first film, um, this film is a is a great continuation. Um, but the but the but Maverick also fills you in, so you don't necessarily have to watch the first film if you don't want to. Um, but it's definitely worth checking out. I will say that the one of the, I'll say like the most touching scene in the film is with Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer, who unfortunately is uh, suffering from throat cancer, so he can't really you know uh, can't really say as many lines. Um, so his his appearance in the film was very touching. I really liked their scene. So I was like, that's really cool. So I was glad that I was glad that they got Val Kilmer uh, uh, to to participate. So yeah, Top Gun Maverick, damn good film. Um, take a ride into the danger zone. Uh, it, it, it's a great film. Um, definitely earned its ninety seven percent. I'll 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 certainly watch it again once it hits streaming. So yeah, there it is. Top Gun Maverick. Okay. Yeah. How you feel now? Feel better? Oh yeah, I feel okay. I feel much better. All right. Um, yeah, yeah. I, not, I've talked about two two good films. Um, and lastly, I, I got some comics to to highlight. Um, for for all of our DC fellow DC fans out there, I recommend reading um some DC Black Label, uh, comic series. Um, uh, DC Black Label. They're a series of um limited edition limited run um mini series. Mm -hmm. And um. And these are these are really good stories. So one I recommend. This is a this is the first of four of a, of a four part series, Catwoman Lonely City, uh, which is uh, written written and illustrated by Cliff Chang, and it's a and it's a story that in which it, it, it features an older Catwoman who's in her fifties. Um, uh, the story takes place after the death of Batman, the Joker, Nightwing, and Commissioner Gordon, mm. and so Catwoman, she's Selina Kyle, she's fresh out of prison. And she's uh, she's also dealing with Mayor Harvey Dent, who's reformed, um, and she's trying to figure out the mystery of um, of of something called Orpheus, and it has something to do with uh, the Bat Cave, which she's which she's trying to stage a heist for. 
Um, but yeah, definitely a good a good a good series. Um, I think the fourth and final issue will come out in August. Okay. So the first three are available. Definitely checking. Definitely worth checking out. Um, also, I finally got to finish the the three part uh, series Harleen, uh, which was written by St- uh, Stepan um, Sajik. Hopefully, hopefully I pronounced his name right. And it's like a three part uh, three part uh, retelling of Harley Quinn's origin story. So you see like her her um, her origins as a as a psychiatrist as a psychologist and how she falls for the Joker. Gotcha. And it's it's really interesting how they how they how uh, Sajik tells this story. Um, and you kind of understand like how how easy it is to fall into that trap of abuse and toxicity, and um, and and you and you get and you definitely see how how Harley Quinn um, is attracted to the Joker and how Joker gets inside her head. So definitely worth checking out. Um, Three part series. Uh, this was originally published in 2019, so you can still find it in some comic stores in the back issues. And um, also, I've also read, last but not least, Wonder Woman Historia. Uh, which is uh, written by Kelly Sue DeConnick, uh, with um, some gorgeous artwork by Phil uh, uh, Jimenez. Um, this this uh, this is a first of a nine part series, and it's uh, it is telling the uh, the history, the origins of the Amazons, and how wow. they broke away from the Greek pantheon to to start their own um, to start their own culture. Um, if you look through the artwork, it is absolutely breathtaking. Like every page is practically a splash page. Um, so if you take a look at it, if you want, like it's, it's, it's definitely some impressive work and, and I definitely, I, de- I definitely will uh, keep up with this uh, nine part series, um, Wonder Woman Historia, the Amazons. So yeah, that's my rundown, uh, for this past week. Carl, I know you got some, <laughs> some juicy stuff to talk about. Um, so, uh, all right. Well, go. a couple of things. Okay. A couple of comics. Uh, none of these I've actually read, but I picked them up because one for the cover and the second one is actually because something pretty monumental happens. So the first one I'm going to present is, um, the Marvel event Devil's Reign Omega. Okay. You know, I can't even tell you what the whole, um, the whole story is about, but in this particular issue... Luke Cage becomes the new mayor of New York City. Oh, right on. Okay. So I was like, I saw it in an article. I'm like, that happened? What is this about? I'm like, you know what? I just want the issue. Hmm. Just want the just want the issue. Because if you know, you, hey, you never know what's gonna co- what's gonna come out. And I'm like, listen, I got this issue. Boom, there goes the value of it. Oh, yeah. So and also there are times that I do buy I'll buy a whole comic just for the cover. Mm-hmm. This one was no exception. Even paid a little extra for it. Okay. Let's say this one's no exception. No exception, excuse me. I mm-hmm. am a DJ. Mm-hmm. I am a hip hop head. Yep. So I picked up um the recount preamble published by Scout Comics. And you being a hip hop and movie buff can actually guess where this is from. Ah, Belly. Okay. Don't know what it's about. Can't even tell you, but damn it, that cover is so damn cool. I'll just say, ah, whatever it is on my layaway right now is going to have to wait another week. That, um, I was like, I need that cover. Okay. This is uh, the Recount Preamble. Yes. Okay. By Jonathan Hendrick. 
I guess I can't even tell you, but that cover is just fire. Mm. Um, I've watched the first episode of Obi Wan Kenobi. All right, I'm very much into it. Should we save that for like a later convo? Uh, we should. We okay, should. we'll yeah. save we'll save it to a later convo. Um, and then this past weekend, I'm still as busy as ever. Um, but I got a chance to big shout outs to uh, one of my mentors, uh, DJ Donnie Battle. And uh, he gave me the opportunity to uh, DJ for the Johnny Brittle Memorial Cookout that happened uh, this past Saturday. Uh, Johnny Brittle was a huge member of the... um he was a huge pillar in the uh, Fox Point community mm. and at the Fox Point Boys and Girls Club. That's where it was at. And, um, yeah, I just got a chance to just connect with some people and connect with a lot of people, with some politicians or whatever. And um, got to see my be- my cousin Ricky again after so long, and it was very good. Mm. I posted some of the pictures, and, yes, what that smile was complete. Uh, both of those smiles were completely genuine. It was so good to see him. And a lot of other people, Bobby Britta was there as well. That was his grandfather. Oh, right on. So um yeah. So yeah, that that was a lot of that was a lot of fun to do. I ended up having a having a DJ a baby shower uh right after that. But in between but um I'll get to what he wants to hear in a bit. Um we did have a afton so we did have um AEW double or nothing on Sunday night. Mm. Um it was I thought overall it was a very solid event. Um, I watched most uh, most of it at uh, Eddie's house, you know, from the UWO. Watched it with those guys and stuff. They tried some Silk City hot sauce. They were really a big fan of the uh, mangoes, of the Mango Madness. Okay. Yeah, it's a good The Mango Madness and the Buffalo. Ah, that's a good combination. Yeah, they got a new flavor out now. Nice. It's like a, like a rant, no, spicy blue cheese, something like that. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I'm copying it. I'm actually copying it this week. Okay. Um, but yeah, I thought it was an overall like uh, over, overall solid event. I did kind of I was what I watched it into work, so I missed a lot of it. You did not miss the best part after. <laughs> you didn't. But um, what was I getting? I would probably say the match of the night was uh, Death Triangle against House of Black. Okay. All right. Did you watch it? I did. Um, all four hours and 40 minutes of it. And we sat through longer. Yeah, it was... Yeah, I, I, I will say, like, AEW pay-per-views um, are way too long. I think Tony Khan ne- it needs to understand pacing. Like, a solid three hours and, like, maybe six to eight matches is all you really need. To have, like, 12 matches on one card, that's a lot to ask, man. Yeah. I, I like, like, the middle of the show, like, it kind of had a lull. Yeah, I, um, yeah, well, I had to go to work anyway, so I end up, you know, I missed a good amount, you know, due to, you know, my commute and everything, and then by the time, you know, I got there, I was all set up, Mm -hmm. and then, uh, I couldn't necessarily watch the rest, I was, like, in and out of it, so, um, because obviously I was, you know, I was working, so, um, I ended up catching, end up missing, like, the end of, uh, the main event, but, Mm. you know, congrats to CM Punk. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, good choice. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like I said, best match of the night for me was Death Triangle versus uh, House of Black. Okay. Yeah, that w- yeah that's that's a good pick. Um, that was a good match. Um, I also liked Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deeb. That yeah, was a solid was in, match. Yeah, I was in and out of that one, though. Yeah. Um, I was in and out of the um, the the arena, that whole arena fight, the 
between yeah, that uh, Jericho Appreciation and um, the Blackpool Combat Club. I was yeah. in and out of that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. How does yeah. that work? <laughs> yeah. Like, for me, I just needed a break because I was like, oh, man, this, I just... I just I just need to I need to stay awake for a bit. Yeah. Um but but yeah, I did see the main event which was which was a, an, another solid contest. Um the the Owen Hart uh fi- final matches like Adam Cole and Britt Baker. I was like eh, I would have I, w- I would have liked to have seen Ruby Riot win that, but like I think it was a dead giveaway when you saw Adam Cole and Britt Baker wearing, wearing the, pink. the pink. So I was like, okay, and then you you, you give it to the to, to the legit couple. All right. But um but but hopefully next year's tournament um will be uh will have some really cool winners and 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 I will say like those those Owen Hart Memorial belts those look really cool yeah in, t- in tribute of the uh in tribute to the uh original Stampede t- Stampede uh championship title oh okay oh, nice. so yeah if you actually see the side by side shots it's pretty much just like it oh sweet yeah nice. so yeah that was it and okay here's what you've been waiting for. Let's hear it, Carl. All right. I, Carl, DJ Mr. Bird, Bird, one half of the Cortex Prime podcast, mm-hmm. is now finally yes. an owner mm-hmm. of a PlayStation 5. Woo! Yeah, baby. <laughs> my, time has fin- my time has finally come. Yes. Yeah, yo, high five, man. Yep. All right, so here, so you know, I'm gonna give you my give you my story since you told yours. So I was actually in the middle of a training for work, okay. Uh, And then I did get the email from the PlayStation Direct email saying, "Hey, we're gonna have units available." Hmm. I'm like, "Okay, here's what I'm gonna do." Honestly, I didn't even see it till like the morning. Oh, really? So I was like, "All right, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna transfer from some money from one account to one one account to the other." At like one thirty, I and I am going to. It was a training that I do every year, and I'm so sick of doing it. So I'm like, it's whatever. So probably ten, like one fifty came up. I clicked on the link, entered in my information and stuff, mm-hmm. my PSN information as well. Yep. And then I got the countdown. Doing this all on my phone, by the way. Nice. So I'm like, oh god, it's happening. And yeah, for those who know, I suffer from severe depression, anxiety. Oh, my anxiety was going like a motherfucker that day. Like you can just, you was able to see my leg jumping up and down, up and down, up and down. Mm. So next thing you know, the countdown hits. Yep. And I'm in the queue. Okay. Anxiety's going even higher. <laughs> I even told like one of the trainers, like, listen, I'm about to get a PS5 at, at like two o'clock. Mm. He was like, Ooh. Okay. By then we was already done with all like the physical stuff and like that we had to do. So it was just more of like the last two chapters and um, like I said, I dealt with this many times before. So I'm just like I know the answers. And it's an open I pretty much know the answers and it's an open book test. Mm. So it's just like I want to. I'm ready to go. Oh, yeah. So that queue, little over an hour wait. Then there was a huge jump to like thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. Another huge jump to twenty. Yep. Fifteen. Ten. Mm-hmm. Five. 
four, three, two, three, four, five, <laughs> twenty, forty, over an hour. And it went back and forth like that for probably about a good 40 minutes. Now, I had already passed the test, mm-hmm. left, and just sat there, sat in my car while still on the clock. And it it finally went down for a final time. Yep. Three, two, one. It automatically refreshed. <gasps> like this is happening. This is happening. Mm-hmm. The only one that they had available was the Horizon Forbidden West bundle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Purchase. Put my put my card information in. Mm-hmm. Successful. Nice. And I'm like, did this just happen? I own a PlayStation. I own a PlayStation. I own a PlayStation. I own a PS5. Mm -hmm. First thing I did was FaceTime Vic. (laughs) On my way back to work. And I was like, Vic, you are now looking at a owner Mm -hmm. of a PS5. This man was proud like a father. Yes, I was. Yes, I was. I mean, told him how, you know, told him what went down. And yes, my my time did come. So I'm like, all right, well, it's Thursday. I'm not expecting this until, let me see. It said two to three days. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn. I give it to three days because that's just my luck. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Three days from now would be Sunday. They're closed Monday. I probably won't get this till about Tuesday or Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn it. By the way, being a place, you know, PlayStation Plus member, shipping was free. Yep. So I'm like, I was telling my, I was telling my buddy Matt this. He's like, yeah, you can either get standard or two days, but for free. He's like, who the hell is gonna sit there and go? I'll just get the standard. Take your time with this, you know, just <laughs> deliver it when you get around to it. No, I want my shit now. That's right. That's why, like, I hate ordering stuff off li- offline because it's like, mm. I still like going to stores because I'm getting my stuff now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I just check. I'm like, let me just check the shipping. Mm. This was Saturday, by the way. You know, I'm in the middle of DJing the, um, the Johnny Biddle Memorial. Yeah. In the middle of one song, and I'm like, Alpha Delivery? Oh. Hit my sister, hey, I'm expecting a big package. Just, she, she's like, all right, that's fine. Not going anywhere. Cool. Hmm. So probably like every five minutes, I was just checking that. I was refreshing that page. Mm-hmm. By the time I was all packed up, and I'm like, delivered. Yeah. I'm like. It's about to get nasty. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about Dirty Mike and the Boys. <laughs> and that bo- that PlayStation was going to be a red Prius. Oh, my God. No. With, That's filthy. With a jar of old mustard and a poodle. And they have talk radio playing real loudly. It was going to be a nice evening. Mm. Soup kitchen. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> so I, after I was packed up, I mean, I, 
the littlest inconvenience, mm-hmm. I was flipping out. Traffic lights going up Hope Street, so people who kind of tend to go two miles an hour so everybody could see them. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I need to go. I get there, and I'm like, I'm actually expecting to see what you went through. Mm-hmm. A slip on the door. I'm like, yeah. on the front door. Like, nope, there's no slip. Mm-hmm. We enter through the side door. No slip. Check the mailbox. No slip. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that downstairs neighbor, they would like sign for it and then put it in the stairs. Yep. It's not in the stairs. Get upstairs. And there's this big ass box, right? Yes. And I got some scissors, and I was just like, remember the end of Pulp Fiction? And mm-hmm. you opened up the box, and it was just a gold a gold light? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what it was, and that's what I got. That that was that feeling. I opened it up. I hooked that some bitch up so fast. First of all, I took a very lewd picture of me sticking my tongue out on the box. You did. I responded with the Homer Simpson going in the bushes emoji. First of all, you've done worse, so I don't want to hear it. It wasn't that bad. It was bad. Was it? It was bad. I just kissed the box. Yeah, but you should have seen the way you you kissed the box. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, beautiful. It was. Mm. So, I just stopped setting everything up. I'm like, let me get these updates going. Let me just... Start setting up. I had to get to my second gig. Mm. And I'm just like, oh, man. I even, so I get to my second gig. I even told the person who booked me, I was like, dude, I don't want to be here right now. I just got my PS5. He's like, man, I understand because I know you about to go home and binge and binge that like you ain't got no business. Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. With no pants on. That's the only way to do it. I was say, is there any other way to do that? No. No pants. Mm-hmm. So, Sunday, I was like, you know what? Let me just still continue because I had no up- games uploaded. I'm like, all right, let me go back to working on Guardians. Mm-hmm. And I downloaded uh, Horizon Forbidden West because it only came with, it didn't come with a physical copy. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I was like, damn, you know what? All right, let me just do that. I put in Guardians mm-hmm. and, and got the uh, upgrade. Oh, nice. Yeah. Unfortunately, you have to start all over. Yeah. That was a, bu- that was a bummer. But I was like, mm-hmm. all right, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So, but that came, but playing that came Monday. Um, I, yeah, I did not even play it until Monday. I haven't played it since Monday, like morning, Monday early, early Monday, Monday afternoon. Mm. Oh. Had to work and stuff, and I uh, it was my uh, nephew's uh, birthday. Big shout out, happy birthday, Ethan! Mm-hmm. So, um, so, so Sunday, I packed up my PS4 mm-hmm. and went to GameStop and traded and traded it in, to see what I got, see what I can get. Wow. Okay. I made a really well. Nice. So I traded in, you know, the camera, the, the you know, the camera, the um, the system itself, and three controllers. Okay. Two controllers actually. One, the analog was worn out, oh, so yeah. <laughs> they considered that defective. Gotcha. Yeah. So um, 
I end up getting the PS5 camera. Okay. Two games. Mm-hmm. Ratchet and Clank and Deathloop. Nice. Okay. Good choices. Um, And then they're like, well, you have all this left. I bought a Razor Ramon Funko Pop and just put it towards the uh, Ninja Turtles Kawabunga special, which is going to have all the game, all every Ninja Turtles game. Sweet. Yep, that was what I made our way. And I was just like, yo, that was a lot. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a sweet deal. So. Okay. And I was just and I'm like, yo, I'm ready. I was ready by Monday morning. Guardians, hands down. Just played the first chapter, but mm-hmm. yeah, I said, doesn't look so good. It does. I need an OLED now, but <laughs> this is a good idea level. But there's such a huge, significant difference. Oh yeah, yeah. Like this, like the the sharpness of the textures, yes. the richness of the colors. Yes, I don't have an like I don't have an OLED, but like yeah, it looks good. It looks gorgeous. Oh. I almost was gonna get Elden Ring, but I'm like. Um, friend of the show, Furman, told me, he's like, yo, if you die, you lose your shit that you earn. And I'm like, that's rage quit material. Yeah, for Elden Ring, like any of the Soulsborne games, like they're hard, but they're fair. But yeah, it's like like you, you, you collect like souls to upgrade your character. Right. But if you die and you don't get and if you don't get to the spot where you where you died, then then you lose those souls forever if you get killed again. Yeah, but 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 then again, like dying is like the whole central mechanic of the game. So each each de- each death, you learn how to play the game. Yeah, but it's 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 a niche game. See, you you're into it or you're not, you know. Yeah, I, I don't know. My nephew said he beat it. So he beat Elder Rings. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I, I gotta I gotta get on that game. I'll get on that game at some point. But like, there's just other games on my on my plate that like I really. Want to get through because I know Elden Ring is a long term one for me. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. So I'm just sitting there like, I can freaking look at PS5 games now. Yes. None of that wishful thinking shit. Yup. I can just, I'm in that arena. Yes, you are. And I did, and I'm just like, what game should I get? What yep. game? And I just said, you know what, Ratchet and Clank would probably be the one. Mm-hmm. Found a used. That's how I was able to get so much, you know, from my trade-ins. Nice. Yeah. And that's and that game is just so good. Oh, love yeah, I think that's going to be the one I'm going to do next. Mm. Yeah. Then I still got to do, like, remember remember Black Friday? I bought all those PS4, all those oh, new yeah. games, you know. Yeah. Vanguard, which I'm going to do. That's going to be like, all right, I'm going to say, oh, my friends are online playing. Let me get down with them. Yeah. Uh, that's, you know, that's that type of game for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Far Cry 6. Oh, yeah. There should be a PS5 upgrade for that. Yeah, yeah there are. Um, Far Cry 6. I don't know about Village yet. Yeah, Resident Evil Village is so good. Oh, my gosh. That's such a good game. I love it. I know you do. Yeah, I've, I've beaten that game, God, a dozen times. Even more after your speedrun? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I played, on the, P- I played the PS5 version. You know, upgraded the the Magnum, and I just went to town. I'm Demetrius. I'm sure you did go to town. <laughs> no, nah, well, I mean, 
Or did I? Uh, so you a grown ass man in your own damn house. Whatever happens <laughs> in these green ass walls is your business. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh jeez. <laughs> but anyway, um, but yeah, like uh, you know, since you're since you're a PlayStation Plus member and have a PS Five, you know there are there are games you can download for free. There's like twenty games, PS Four games you can download. Really, I need to see something though. I need to be. I need you to do me a favor. Yeah. Since we're friends on PlayStation Network. Yeah. I need you because I need this for my own value. So you know how you go on your friends list and you can see whether they have a four or five? Yeah. I just want to see the five next to my name. <laughs> so we just go, as a matter of fact, tonight after this, because I'm turning that motherfucker on. Mm-hmm. I need you to just, just take a picture of it and just send it to me. You got it. Because I can't see it for myself. Yeah, you got it. I got you. Uh, and I'll do the same thing for for you too. On just right. just so you can just see it. Like, yeah, I bitch, I made it. Yeah, and I also, made it. Yeah. So so now, like, at least on on, on my friends list, um, there's you. So you, Carl, you join the likes of Aris, Furman, and uh, Stubert. Yeah, he's got a PS5 as well. Yeah, that I know. Yeah, that I know. He actually wanted to help me get one. Oh, so you gotta get you gotta get Ed. Ed. Partner is it? Oh, Gamer Delphi in there. Okay. Do yeah. you know his gamer tag? Yeah. Eddie Road Dog. Eddie Road Dog? Okay. Yeah, I'm all right. All right. I'll, I'll find him on there. He's on my friends list. You should be able to see my friends list. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll reach out to him. Guess. Um, yeah, but I am the owner of a PS5. I'm actually, like, kind of ready to wrap this up so I can go play. <laughs> <laughs> like, I went home. I went to work, and I was just like, I don't want to be here. No, I don't believe you. I'm like, oh, he's like, you got it came in. I was like, yep. Yeah. yeah, man. And he's like, and, and my buddy Matt is like, if I get a video game, I'll probably never leave the house. I'm like, I showed you that. I showed you that trailer mm. to Star Wars Survivor. Oh, man. I, that game looks juicy. <laughs> <laughs> it looks really good, though. It looks really good. It's the sequel to Fallen Order, right? Yep. Yeah, and Fallen Order is so good. Oh, it's an excellent Star Wars game. Yeah. And I'm like, do it? I'm like, I can anticipate that. He's like, what games are you going to pre-order now? I'm like, well, there's always Madden. Um, I told him about the Ninja Turtles, uh, the Ninja Turtle game. And after that, I really don't know. Like, what's the hmm. big, the next big game that I want to... I know there's uh, Forspoken coming out in October. There we go. There it is. Yep. Um, let's see. Some I wanted games. to get Guilty Gear too. The, the Guilty Gear for PS5 looks amazing. Oh yeah, those those games always look great. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's from um, oh, Arc System Works. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Speaking of other games, you can get um, for some games you can download. You can get the ten dollar upgrade. Like Ghost of Tsushima looks great. Yeah. I love those games. Oh, my God. Yep. I get to play Spider-Man again with a PS5 upgrade. Well, I mean, it has it has some enhancements, but there's no, like, true, like, PS5 version of Spider-Man, but it still looks great. Yeah, even though, like, Peter went from looking like his own Peter Parker to Tom Holland. Yeah. Did it, that They didn't need to do that. I know. I felt, I felt like they didn't need to do that. So, yeah. but, um... But yeah, Miles. Miles wanted it was supposed to be the first game I played on that mm. because I love those Spider-Man games so much. Yeah. So 
I can do it. Yeah. I can do it. You could. And I can't wait. Yeah. And there's like 20, like 20 uh, PlayStation 4 games you can download for free as a PS Plus member. Um, like, uh, let me see. There's, I think there's God of War, Spider-Man. There's The Last Guardian, if you want that. Did you get it? I did. And did I, you? And I never played it. Oh, uh, son of a bitch. I'll play it eventually. You yeah. have to now. That's yeah. been... It's a, game I, it's a game I was curious about, but then when the game came out, I was like, with the, when I heard the reviews, how mixed they were, I was just like, eh. It killed my enthusiasm for it. That was from the original. Yeah. From the original Codex Prime. It was yeah. me, Arison Maurice. From, <laughs> from episode one, you was like, I want, I want The Last Guardian. Yeah, 2015. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll play it eventually. Um, I know there's Mortal Kombat... 10 there's a uh, fallout 4 crash bandicoot um crash the, 4 no the insane trilogy I already got that from ps4 like i kept all my i kept all my ps4 games okay yeah but so, so yeah this so yeah some of the games are free uh, some are like 10 have like 10 dollar upgrades and there are some games on sale too like i i finally bought for 25 bucks cyberpunk 2077 pay too much no, actually, like, the game is legitimately good. It's legitimately playable. There's, like, from what I've seen, there was, like, very little jank. Um, the game looks great. It runs great. Um, for 25 bucks, it's 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 worth it. Okay. And and since you have the... You still have the PlayStation 4 disc? Yeah. Yeah, I think you can get get the free upgrade. Oh, okay. Yeah, just... Pop, but you still need to... All you have to do is, like, pop the disc in, and you can download the PS5 one. Yeah, I figured, yeah, I figured out how to do it. So it took me a while to kind of, like... Get to know like the you know the menus and stuff and how to use that. So yeah. Oh, one thing you should definitely download is free. Download uh, the Matrix Awakens, the Unreal Five engine demo. Holy shit! You talk about photorealistic graphics, like how a city how a city would look. Imagine a GTA game or a Spider Man game looking like the Matrix Awakens. Like my jaw dropped. Like how real it looks. Really. Yeah, that that Unreal Five engine, whew, man, it's gonna be no joke. Uh, gotta stop. Hey, ma. <laughs> so Carl's mom is. She's saying chat, hi to you too. Is in the chat. Hello, uh, Mrs. Bird. <laughs> Say, don't be rude. She said hi to you too. I know. So yes, yeah, so welcome to uh, the the episode. Um, she knows I swear. So she's. <laughs> <laughs> She knows I swear on this day. Um, but I did catch... See, you're ahead of me. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. It's, it's a visually gorgeous show. It is? Yeah. And it looks so good. Honestly? I'm, in, I'm only one episode in. You saw the first two. You saw the first two. Like, I think I really feel like I need to revisit the prequel trilogies. Not really. Like, they gave that recap, which is like, all right, I kind of get it. But it's like, I kind of feel like I need to do that just to get the full Star Wars experience. As a matter of fact, me and Matt was talking today. And he's like, yo, we we was talking about it. He's like, yeah, we've done the MC At work, we've done the MCU. Mm-hmm. We've done... Every single DC movie, every single one of them, including the real bad ones. Shit, like Supergirl? Yep. <laughs> Even Matt just said, I, I left to take a client somewhere. He came back. I'm like, so how are you enjoying the movie? This is the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. 
<laughs> straight face, like just utter disappointment. Like mm. I'm trucking this because we're on a mission with these movies. Mm. <laughs> well, we did Fast and Furious, but yeah, we never done Star Wars. We wanted to, but we never done Star Wars. Okay. Yeah. Okay. In that case, yeah, definitely, definitely do Star Wars. Um, if you want to start from Episode One, you could do that. I'd recommend starting from the original trilogy and then go back to the prequels and then the sequels. I probably just do the exact timeline because now they they updated the timeline and put where Obi Wan, you know, yep. falls in the timeline. So yep. So yeah, that's, I just don't know if I can do all the Clone Wars. Oh, that's a lot of episodes. That is that's so good. Um, and plus, like you have to like look, you have to Google the original episode order of Clone Wars because like how they're posted, they're all out of sequence. Oh, okay. Yeah, so to get so to watch it in this, in its proper order, you have to look for the episode list. I, I think Disney has it on their site too. Oh, okay. So just just like Google Disney Clone Wars episodes, and you'll find the the exact list. All right, but um, uh, thank you, Ma. Why, thank you, Miss Bird. <laughs> That's nice to hear. It is. It really is. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I probably and then Stranger Things started this week. Uh, I think oh, yeah. uh, Miss Marvel comes out either this week or next week. Oh, really? Oh, I thought it was. Why did I think it was in August? No, She Hulk's August, I believe. Yeah. Miss Marvel. Let me just double check because huh. Miss Marvel. Yeah, I've, with Miss Marvel, I've um, I remember reading the 2014, 2015 comic run. I have like the first two hardcover volumes. Right. June 8th, which is next week. Okay. Nice. That should be entertaining. Yeah, it's going to be a cute little teen show. That's how I already know that's what it is. So it's like, all right, that's the character. Yeah. So that's what I'm expecting. Nice. Um, yeah. I think that's kind of it. That's kind of it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's a it's a solid rundown. Um, yeah. So once again, Carl, very happy for you. Uh, yes. Very proud that you're a part of the PS5 nation, Planet PS5. Wow, this is what we're doing, Planet PS5. Yes. <laughs> um, yep. You're you're in the 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 PS5 stratosphere. Uh, it, it, it's it's a great place to be. I can see. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm and playing Guardians, like I'm at least get a, I'm at least get a chapter in again. Oh yeah, yeah. The 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 games look so juicy, and and also as you know, a PS5 is a 4K Ultra HD player, so you get to watch movies on 4K uh, Blu-ray discs. Mm. Yes. So if you have uh, the 4K, if you have any 4K Blu-rays, there's your player. All right. Yeah, man. <laughs> Get to get to see Black Panther in 4K. That's right, and uh, the Batman. Which you know I, I would watch Endgame. You know I would watch Endgame. Uh, that yeah, when you show me that portal scene, uh, mm -hmm. that's all I need is the portal scene. Yeah, man. Avengers Assemble. Yep. You get to watch uh, the Flash entering the Speed Force and Zack Snyder's Justice League. I'm not watching that shit. In 4K, <laughs> I'm not watching which, that. Uh, was the Oscars cheer moment that the fans voted for? Hey, that, that's what they wanted. Um, it was rigged. Um, uh, but I do have a couple of announce, a couple of announcements. All right, let's hear them. Okay, so the first one this Friday, I will be DJ. I will be DJing the after party for the Where's the Funny Comedy Show this Friday at Alchemy. Uh, the show starts at ten at uh, seven o'clock, and then. 
I'm after opening up for the legendary DJ Lady Ruck. Also, big shout-outs to her. Um, she had her... She had an event this past Thursday, and just out of nowhere, she just said, get your stuff. Really? So I just DJed a set for her. She liked, She bought me a drink. That's how much she liked it. Nice. So there's going to be a lot of opportunity. There's going to be a lot of stuff with Codex and Lady Rock. Let's just say that. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So I'll be DJing that as well. Please come on, come all. Just come through. There's going to be some good laughs. It's uh, Black Sav's birthday, who's the host of uh, the last uh, uh, Where's the Funny Comedy show. Mm-hmm. And also, um, this is actually where I'm, I'm actually announcing today that I will be DJing Culture Fest Rhode Island uh, June 1st through the 3rd. Very nice. And the Codex Prime podcast will be making their their appearance there as well. We are we are we'll be getting a vendor table, so you can come. We're gonna be uh, recording some recording some con- you know recording some episodes, some bonus episodes, you know, doing some various interviews. We're gonna have uh, courtesy of Rock Hoko's collect comics and collectibles. We have free comics to give away to the kids uh, or teenage or teenage. Young readers and teenagers, mm-hmm. as we have. Nice. Um, yeah, who knows? Maybe we'll have some Silk City hot sauces for y'all to try. Or, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Well, that's some good ideas, man. So, yeah. Yeah, check us out there. So, great announcements. And uh, and speaking of Silk City hot sauce, I'll give a quick shout-out to, to them once again as, our, as one of our sponsors uh, for the Codex Prime podcast, uh, Silk City Hot Sauce. You can... Go to SilkCityHotSauce.com, use the promo code CODEX. You'll get 15% off of your order. All sorts of tantalizing flavors for your taste buds. We got a Mango Madness, Badass Jew, Erotic Fever, Ram Skull. Um, Oh, man. Just just slurp. That peach honey is really like... Ooh, I I want that one. The, The peach honey, the cherry sriracha. The cherry sriracha was really good. Oh yes! Oh, just tantalizing flavors. The Ooh. buffalo, the buffalo. Yes, buffalo one. <sighs> oh, just tantalizing flavors that ooh will tingle all over your body. So yes, make it weird. Make it weird. Oh yeah, absolutely. my mother's watching. That's that's fine. She's a pastor. That's fine. She gets it. But yeah, use the promo code <laughs> Sorry, Codex. Ma. I love you. Uh, uh, C O D E X. Fifteen percent off of your order. SilkCityHotSauce.com. Also, uh, big shout-outs to a friend of the show, Afton Ward, for Infamous Customs, M-F-A-M-U Customs. Um, go on go on that website, infamouscustoms.com. You can order Codex Prime apparel, uh, Codex Prime t-shirts, uh, DJ Mr. Bird t-shirts, do the film thing, and, and also any custom-made t-shirts and designs you want, go to that website and let her customize you. There's also Victor Vader shirts. Don't sell yourself short. Yeah, there's Victor Vader shirts as well. Um, yeah. If if you want it, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, yeah, go there. Um, so yeah, th- so yeah, big shout outs to both sponsors. Uh, Carl, tell the good people where they could find us. Oh, well, thanks. For, you know, for on um, Facebook uh, Live, thank you for watching and stuff. You can find us on. Um, Whew. On Instagram at Cortex Prime Podcast, Twitter at Cortex Prime Cast. Pretty soon, well, we'll be doing some more Twitch stuff. But yeah, let's, we got to get back into the streaming thing. That'll be cool. Since we both have superior systems. Oh, yes. Mm. I want to see your random, your Elden Ring thoughts. 
I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm not big on the Twitch thing, but we'll see. Why not? Just uh, no. You just turn the shit on. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh, speaking of speaking of some good games, I heard WWE 2K22. It's a solid game. I've been hearing that too, and I thought about getting it, but it was like at full price, and mm. I was like, you know what? If I if I'm gonna Ball, listen, I'm gonna ball out, so I'll get used and stuff. But I was so mad about free. I'm gonna keep a lookout for um for Guilty Gear. Mm. I had a lot of fun playing that at the Freddy Cup. Big shout outs to Furman who won the Freddy Cup again <laughs> <laughs> this past Saturday. Um, I didn't I I didn't participate in the tournament because because you know I had my gig, but yeah. I stopped by right after and it was a good it was it was a good time. I haven't seen a lot of those guys in a while, so it was a good time to good. It was good to see them. Um, but yeah. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, wherever your preferred podcasting platform, we are on there. Obviously, right. you can just l- click on the link tree. You get all our information. That's right. Yep. We're, we're everywhere. Uh, just check us out. And, uh, yeah, we got more more episodes coming down the, down the pike. Like I said, the road to episode 300 continues. Um, uh as as we get closer to 300, we'll have more details of what that episode will entail. Uh, so just uh, keep riding with us. And uh, thank you all so much for watching and listening and for your support. We really appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much all we got. Uh, tune in next week for more Codex Prime uh, shenanigans and more PS5 talk. Indeed. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure there will be. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's juicy. <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't do too bad with the <laughs> Yeah, there you go. So, uh, so yeah, thank you all for watching and listening. Uh, as always, we will catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds. Later.